Well, also looking at strengths. We forget like, and, and so many times we don't even recognize things as strengths. It's other people recognizing that in us because it comes easy to us. So we're like, oh, well, that's, that's easy. Well, hello, light bulb. That is a strength, right? And so that doesn't come easy to everybody. So look at those strengths and how can you dial up those strengths to almost counter what you may look at, like, look at as a weakness it doesn't matter that that's not one of my strong suit because I've got these other things that if I focus here, I'm not even going to worry about that being at the bottom of my list. Who cares, right? Like there's, there's other things that I'm bringing to the table. Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. Ladies, today we're going to talk about clarity and authenticity, clarity and authenticity. And my guest today is Miss Heather Lowey, uh, who is a life and leadership coach. And I'm just so happy that you're here. So welcome, Heather. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. You know, this is such a great topic uh, because mm-hmm. I think that, uh, man, there's just so much around that. But why don't we just dive right in and let's talk about clarity and authenticity and why that's our topic for today. Absolutely. I, it's just, it's something that I didn't have a lot of, frankly, for myself for a while. And in kind of going through my own journey of, figuring out what I wanted to do next and deciding the things in my life that were key and important to me and making those adjustments. Um, It's something I now want to talk about and share with other women because it's not something that we do the work of checking in on ourselves very well. Um, You know, journaling and things, it uncovers a lot of that sometimes, um, but do we make the time in the busy go, go, go culture that we live in? Um, I I love that you said, you know, this was something that you struggled with in the past. So how did, how did your life look different when you didn't take time for clarity and authenticity Mm -hmm. versus when you do take time for clarity? I I like to make the reference of, of like a zombie and we're not talking like walking dead zombie right here. (laughs) We're more talking about just the one who's going through life and using busy as an excuse, right? Filling the calendar because something feels off, but you're not really willing to address it. And so, um, you know, again, that, that full calendar over scheduling and things that, that then makes us avoid what's really bothering us under the surface. And so for me, there was some personal development things that I wasn't looking into. Um, you know, I'd gotten a role at my job that I had always wanted and then kind of felt this weird, like, now what's next? I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like this was the goal and the dream check that box to some extent. And now what? And instead of really like sitting with myself and thinking about how my identities in life had changed, um, you know, my, my mom had passed away in a car accident. So very unexpected. Um, and so I had 
I busied myself with a lot of things to not really address that moment in my life. And so anytime I started to think about, okay, what do I want? That felt very upsetting. And so I was like, Ooh, avoid that. You know, let's, (laughs) let's just keep going. And so then once I really allowed myself to sit in that, that's when clarity started to happen. And that's when that transformation for me started to happen of like, oh, there are other things in my life that I enjoy and I want to do. And I'm holding on to certain identities just because it, it feels comfortable and I don't like a lot of change. Right. So it was like too much change at once felt really, really uncomfortable. So let's avoid it. Um, I just want to pause and just acknowledge your loss of your mom. I'm so sorry for that. I can't imagine when it's tragic like that. Yeah, it was very, very difficult point in my life. And for a long time after too. I mean, that was back Mm -hmm. in 2007, but it's, it impacts you in different ways throughout life for a long time. Yeah. Forever. Forever, forever. (laughs) Forever. So I just wanted to, um, to acknowledge that. And, um, gosh, I heard you say so many things. I heard you say like living as a zombie, Um, and like, I can picture this, right. I can picture us as women avoiding, Mm -hmm. um, through busyness, right. Or through focusing our energies. I I see this a lot and I do this sometimes too. I've gotten better. I focus on other people's problems and other people's mistakes stuff, right. (laughs) That's still avoiding my own Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, the numbing, the denying, the ignoring what's kind of going on within me because quite frankly, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. But I, I, what I'm getting from this is when I am doing that, I don't allow myself to truly feel, to truly have joy, to truly, because when I'm numbing the yuck, I'm also numbing the good. Oh, absolutely. Right. Emotions. You have to have good to have bad, you know, you know, you have to have sadness to understand what happiness is. And so there, there's that kind of yin and yang that go with that for sure. Um, so you're right. You're, you're kind of going at this steady, which in some ways is okay. It's when you're stuck in that space that makes it very difficult to be authentically you, um, and to feel fulfilled, even as you're working towards things. And I think that's also confusing for women to, to feel, like, well, I'm working towards this. So am I truly fulfilled? But yes, you can be fulfilled and working towards things. Um, and, I, and that was a big discovery for myself as well. That's amazing. And it's really tr- finding our fulfillment through our authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. Versus to, when I get to the destination and what I heard you say was, hey, I got to my destination and it didn't, it didn't feel right. Like something was missing and it forced mm-hmm. me to look at the yuck and sit in the yuck and heal the yuck. And, um, and you didn't say it in those words, but that's how I know that. <laughs> that was put very well. Yes. Yeah. And, exactly. and I think we all get to that, like, that space in life at some point, right? Like whether it's we reach our destination and we don't feel the joy or the, you know, what what we thought we would feel, or if it's just, we're depressed or we, you know, we can't seem to, um, or we have anxiety or we have health issues, like physical health issues, like anything that we're ignoring within us that we're not dealing with, that we're denying is going to show up somehow, And so we need to allow ourselves the space to have that authenticity and to have that clarity and to sit and go, what is going on within me? Um, I love it. So, 
so t- tell me more. What, what, where, yeah. where do we go from here? So I think with, with me, it was identifying identities. So what are those things that I'm holding on to? And I think, um, I don't know if you've read the book, um, Atomic Habits with James Clear, but he talks about identity here. And and there was something in there that I'm going to sort of paraphrase what he said, but it was around how we think of identity too granularly, right? We, we mom, we are, uh, you know, for myself, like a sports marketing rep, right? And what if you took that back a step? And looked at it a little bit more broadly and said, I'm a person who enjoys a challenge in supporting others. And so that makes it less into the the granular within that identity and more about like who you are as a person. And when you start to like take those steps back, it makes things less like it, it puts you at choice. It gives you a lot more options because for me, as I was thinking about, okay, I, I, I don't think I want to do this job anymore, but I have no idea what, what are my translatable skills? Where, where am I going from here? Where do I want to point my arrows, so to speak? And being in those like super granular and identity terms made it really difficult to, to kind of see outside of the hole. Right. (laughs) But then when you start to like, take that step back and say, okay, what are the, you know, I created a mission statement and that was connection through radiating happiness. And so once I had this, this mission statement created for myself, it, it became like a lot more obvious where things felt off balance. Um, I don't necessarily love the word balance, but where, where things fell off to me, because maybe it was a rub against that, that value and that mission for myself and where things felt very aligned. And so just realizing that about myself, you know, like that, that need for connection and being around not just like-minded people, but hearing different, different stories and different opinions that feels that's like life-giving to me. That gives me a lot of energy. Whereas other things were very depleting, but you don't know that until you really start to like study yourself. Um, it's, and it's honestly sometimes easier to recognize in, in other people, um, versus yourself. So I started working with a coach, honestly, and that experience and being part of a group coaching experience really supported me in like holding that mirror up and, and hearing it back. And I'm like, Oh, well, okay. This, this now makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah. Does that make sense? This makes a okay. amount of sense. <laughs> and so my question for you, Heather, is let's talk to that woman who is walking around like a zombie right now mm-hmm. and maybe doesn't even realize it, right? Like it's like doing the task, kind of like got lost in the day-to-day, in the identities, in the expectations, in the, all the things, right? So what would be actionable steps that you would say, okay, if you are walking around like a zombie, here are the things that you can do to truly live in authenticity and clarity and find that purpose and fulfillment again. Perfect. I love it. So, and, and I'm always cautious to say this because sometimes people say like, oh my gosh, don't make me journal. I hate to write, you know, reel it in, right? (laughs) It's okay. Um, Almost like some guided journaling for yourself um, and answering a few key questions. So I would say one of them would be, listing out as many identities that you hold on to as you can think of, right? This can be everything from super obvious ones, you know, the job that you do, the role you play in your household, what you are to your family, etc., down to really things like I am a joyful person, I'm very optimistic. Um I 
enjoy being a pet mom, you know, like those kinds of things, like really get all that out. Like what I would call the brain dump. Right. Yep. And then start to look at your values. There are a ton of great values exercise out there, actually exercises out there. But what I would say is there's one where you do like a card sort. And I use this with clients all the time, the card sort and, and get that narrowed down to really the five key core values for you. And by the way, those can change. Now they're not going to change drastically from, you know, going from like one to 60 or something, but I do think you're like top 10, maybe even your top 15 kind of evolve and ebb and flow depending on what season you're in. So I think this exercise is great to check in on yourself. I would say my, my top 10 values probably haven't changed over the years, but my top five are different now than they were, call it three or four years ago. Right. And so doing some sort of a values exercise to become really clear on, okay, these are my values. And once you have that, so I'll give an example. One of my, one of my values is autonomy. And at the end of what I was doing before I started coaching, like I found that the autonomy that I had felt for a long time was now being kind of stepped on. And, and I was really, that was bothering me a lot, but I never realized that that was a part of my unsettled feeling until I really looked at those core values. And then it was like that, you know, something smacked me over the head, like, well, duh, no wonder I felt off. This autonomy was being kind of threatened in a way. And so, um, so going through some sort of an exercise and getting that clarity around values and then don't run in 12 different directions trying to quote unquote fix it all, but pick, pick one, right? Pick one of those values, maybe a couple of those identities and say, how do I get more of this in my life? If I'm looking at fulfillment of this value and I'm putting it right now at a five, how do I take that from a five to a six and a six to a seven, right? Versus going from a two to a 10, like, I, I hate to break it to you, but that's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> and so how do you make small, sustainable steps to start to create that fulfillment over time? That's so good. So let's backtrack here. And here's kind of what I heard you say. Um, I, I, I heard a three-step process, really. The mm-hmm. first one is what I'm going to call brain dumping your identities. That way, anybody who's like, yeah, I'm not a journaler, that's fine. Right. Get a clean sheet of paper and then brain dump all the identities that you can think of. And is it just like, a, is it just naming them or is it like expanding on them? Either one. I, I would say like definitely naming them for people who are, are more writing and visual and want to see that expand upon them if you feel like, but once you get those out, I think it'll start to just really come to you, you know, right. and even circling, like here are three that I live a lot but then I want you to star the three that feel most authentic to you. Mm-hmm. And what are the differences there? You know, am I spending very little time in some of those ones that I'm starring and wow, mm, maybe that's part of the rub too. That's so beautiful. So, so I love that. I dug in a little bit more or like yeah. you dug in a little bit more here with like, okay, so you make those lists of identities and flow with it. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you just want to list them, great. If you want to dig in, great. But then look at that list and go, okay, where do I live? What are the three that I live in? Right. Maybe circle those. And then where mm-hmm. are the three that I, I, I is authentic to me that really truly brings out my best, brings out yeah. my joy, is in alignment with who I'm created to be in this world. And maybe Absolutely. put a star there and look at the gaps. 
Absolutely. And I would say like, when you're thinking about the ones authentic to you, think about flow. Where does three hours feel like five minutes to you? Where are you just feeling a great sense of joy? And it's, it, you know, it's not fabricated, right? Like, it's just like, this is where I'm joyful. This is where I'm happy and where I'm meant to be thinking of it that way. I love that. So step one is like the brain dump identity And that really could be tied into a bunch of steps because we kind of talked about a little bit more. Step two is the values exercise. And actually I ordered, it's funny that you say this, but I remember being in a funk a little while ago and somebody in our coaching team did a values workshop and it was amazing. Mm. It really shifted me. So then I went on Amazon and ordered values cards and like, it's kind of a fun game. I'm not going to lie. It just reminds (laughs) me of what matters to me. Right. And so like you could order those on Amazon. I'm sure you could Google even like values, core values or whatever, but like spending some time there picking those top five values, again, clarity Mm -hmm. and authenticity with who you are, who you're created to be. And I love what you said about the flow. And then the third thing that I heard you say was baby steps. Yes. Baby steps. Like we don't, you don't have to fix everything today because you probably won't end up doing anything right? Mm -hmm. One baby step and do the next right thing. And then after you get that down, do the next right thing after that. Yeah. And I, I, too, our natural tendency is to look at things, you know, whether it's a strengths list and we immediately go to the bottom, like, okay, what do we need to get better at? That's really at the bottom and reel that in, reel that, that temptation in. And actually like with those values, if you're looking at their fulfillment on a scale of one to 10, this gives you kind of a a way to like really quantify it. So if a scale of one to 10, and if some of those are, you know, at that five or six range and, and ones at a two, I would actually caution you, maybe don't start with the two you got a really long way to go with that one, but start with a five and get some momentum going in this trust in yourself versus, you know, it feeling like this really, really long and impossible journey. And so kind of getting that momentum and that trust with yourself going from a five to a six, a six to a seven, you're starting to feel fulfilled. Okay. Now I'm ready to tackle this too. Where do I put this value in my life more? So I'm feeling more fulfilled. And again, going from a two to a three, you're not going to go to two to 10 overnight. So how do you implement this in your life? Like you said, baby steps. Heather, I am loving this because as you have dove in and explained this more, I got two more takeaways that I want to just, again, highlight. And the first one is this concept of flow. I love this concept of like, look for flow, look to where Mm -hmm. you're just, it's easy. It comes natural. You're not forcing solutions. And then the second thing that stood out is build momentum. I think you're right. As women, we tend to go, okay, what is my weakest area? Let me start there. Right. (laughs) And then we feel defeated and we feel overwhelmed because I don't even know where to start versus what's the low hanging fruit. What's the easiest thing for me to do so I can get some momentum. And then what's the next easiest thing, man, I love that concept. (laughs) Well, also looking at strengths, we forget like, and, and so many times we don't even recognize things as strengths. It's other people recognizing that in us because it comes easy to us. So we're like, oh, well, that's that's easy. Well, hello, light bulb. That is a strength, right? And so that doesn't come easy to everybody. So look at those strengths and how can you dial up those strengths to almost counter what you may look at look at as a weakness? Because it's not about fixing quote unquote, the weakness. It's just about like, okay, well, maybe there's a there's a yin and a yang to that. So maybe my strengths, 
it doesn't matter that that's not one of my strong suit because I've got these other things that if I focus here, I'm not even going to worry about that being at the bottom of my list. Who cares, right? Like there's, there's other things that I'm bringing to the table, outsource that other stuff, right? <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. And, and uh, yes, I am in perfect alignment there because, because we are created a specific way and we have a specific purpose Right. Mm-hmm. And so when we can step into our our strengths and our gifts and our flow and our best, then then somebody else is meant to do kind of the, the other stuff, right? Like that's mm-hmm. somebody else's gifts. And that's where we can come together in unity. That's why that's why community is so important because we do have areas that we're not very strong in, but that's where we find support and community of right. like, okay, I need help with like, for me, for the longest time, I beat myself up because I'm not very high attention to detail or very administratively savvy. And I mean, I can't tell you how long I would say, oh, I'm just not good. I read books. I studied, I did class. I mean, all the things and I've improved, but it almost felt like I was trying to fit a round peg in a square hole and right. like banging my head against the wall mm-hmm. versus like focusing in on my strengths and going, okay, what are my strengths? Let me step into those. Let me go to flow. And then how do I fill this gap? How do I get support in the administrative stuff? And that Absolutely. really made such a difference for me and yeah. for my health. And Oh, joy. I can imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. Like so. if we're constantly working on the things that we feel like we don't have, how frustrating is that, right? Instead of really living in the, in the space of strengths. The other thing that when we were talking about the values that I've heard some people do, I haven't actually done this myself and it's, it's on our list to try to do this year. But um, if someone's in a relationship, I've heard of couples doing the values exercise separately and then comparing where they are at the end. And um, the, the two women who I spoke to that, that did this, they said it was really, really interesting because they were like, it explained so much of kind of, oh, well, this is why the financial stuff means so much to you versus I could care less or, you know, whatever that, whatever those things are, but it was really interesting for them to compare and talk through it in a way that was like very tangible versus you're not good at this. And I'm good at this, you know, but yada, yada. That's beautiful. Actually. It's really identifying each other's values and strengths and like working together to really maximize each other's gifts, which sounds awesome. Um, I love that idea. Um, So I love this concept of you know, it starts with us being honest with ourselves. If there is lingering Mm -hmm. stuff, if there are things that we're carrying that we're not addressing, we need to look at the truth and we need to Mm -hmm. work through that stuff and not ignore that stuff. And then, and then listing all the identities and, you know, like, I love how you gave us like step-by-step. There's a verse that I wanted to reference, which is, um, Ephesians 4.15, it talks about speaking the truth in love. We will in all things grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. And the reason I was drawn Mm -hmm. to this when I was thinking about this topic is it's about speaking the truth to ourselves and to others, but in love. So like we can be honest with the with the things, the yuck that's going on, but we can do it with grace and we need to do it with grace. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's how we grow up into him, into, into who we're called to be in him. And I love that whole concept of this is part of our growth is when we get honest and we speak the truth in love. Very true. I, I tell people a lot of times when, when we're setting off on whether it's a, a goal or to study themselves, like do it from a place of curiosity. We tend to be our own worst critic, right? And so take, step out of the critic and instead 
look at this as you would through the lens of a friend. What would you tell your friend if they're coming to you in this situation? Or what would you tell your daughter or your son as if they came to you and said, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. Here's what I've tried. You know, How, what would you say to them? Because it tends to be very different than what we say to ourselves. You know, I need to get better at this. I should, I should, I should, right? And, and so instead, like, how do we turn those statements into want to statements? And part of that is stepping back and really looking at it as, as a friend and p- through pure eyes of curiosity. That's beautiful. I love that too. So ladies, as we wrap this up, I just wanted to invite you and, and encourage you to take some time to check in with yourself and give yourself, I mean, 30 minutes, let's just start with 20, 30 minutes to sit and do brain dump the identities. Um, just maybe we start there and then you highlight in, or sorry, circle the ones that, that you're usually operating from and star the ones that you'd like to step into more, uh, and like Mm -hmm. to develop more, you know, and if, if you do that and that was great and easy, maybe you dig into the core values and you do that next step, um, and just do the baby steps. But I want to encourage you to get an alignment up to be your truest, authentic, best self, And I love these exercises in this direction. Um, Heather, is there anything else that you'd like to say to any of our listeners as we wrap this up today? Sure. You know, I heard a story recently that I think will highlight these small steps. So there are two springs up in Northern Canada, not very far apart at all, no more than the width of a house apart. And one flows slightly to the West, just inches to the West, one inches to the East. And their final destination, the West one, is in the Pacific Ocean by way of Seattle. The other in the Gulf of Mexico via the Atlantic or into the Atlantic. So if you think about these little adjustments and little changes are going to have large impact, but it's hard to recognize it in that moment. And so be patient with yourself and continue to have those check-in moments with yourself. And that's where you're really going to see the big transformation. Yes. I want to say like, (laughs) I love this, this uh, story that makes so much sense to me. And it really speaks to the little things do matter. The little Mm -hmm. things matter. And ladies, you matter. You matter. You living authentically matters to your family. It matters to people you work with. It matters to your parents. It matters to your siblings. It matters to the community. Like you pursuing and living out your authentic self matters. And so we want to encourage you to do that. Thank you so much for joining us today and we will catch you next time. Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose, and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.